Hey, video game fans, I'm Ben Bertoli. And I'm Push Dustin. And this is Memory Card. Whoa, did you see that thing on the news last night? That, about that game? That was crazy. Push. And then that thing happened, and whoa, I didn't, didn't see that coming. Another port for the Switch? Push, I, I think people know that we record these in advance. You don't have to act like you know about news that just happened. You're not fooling anyone. Um, yeah, but it would be really cool if it happened, right? What? If what happened? You know, whatever. It was just part of my game. My arcade game, if you will. Oh, that was a terrible tie-in. But let's go ahead and boot up episode four. Today, I'll be introducing four weird arcade games. Okay. So after I finished uh, researching Rampage, I kind of really wanted to talk more about arcade games. And Ben here was kind enough to indulge me. So, thank you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I'm interested to see what you've come up with. Uh, like I said, I'll be talking about weird games in particular. But this isn't like a definitive list like, Top 10 weird arcade games of all time. <laughs> they, they, they might be on that list. We're not sure. Yeah. Yeah, they might be on some lists anywhere but I'm, I'm definitely not like the super authority of weird arcade games i'll be the judge of that oh <laughs> <laughs> okay so i thought um i would start off with a little light topic at first the first game that i want to talk about is wall street by century electronics do you know about this game uh no i don't think so is it based on the movie wall street not at all okay <laughs> <laughs> so it's a game about wall street brokers um and bankers jump into their desks from buildings oh god that's horribly dark and not at all where I thought this was going. <laughs> <laughs> if the player fails to catch enough bankers, the Dow will actually plummet and the world economy like just collapses. So wait, so it's about you saving the bankers, though? Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. okay, good. I thought you, you were a banker trying to <laughs> secure your own death. No, though, the player um, is in the first level, in every alternative level, they are um, rescue workers, and they have to use trampolines to try to catch the, the bankers and then bring them to the, the ambulance. Wow. What year did this come out? This came out in uh, 1982. Oh, okay. So this is like pixelated violence, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the even weirder thing is that every, like, every even number, the player takes on actual tanks. Tanks from where? I don't know. Like, you mean like there's tanks that are trying to stop you from saving the bankers who are jumping to their deaths? So the game completely changes and it's it looks a lot like the Atari E.T. game mm -hmm. where you're just like, you know, how you're like moving uh, E.T. through those levels and he, he's a very ugly sprite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it looks kind of a little bit like that. And you're just like going through a maze and you have a fire button, which you can use to fire something and that will uh, kill the tanks. Oh, so you're not in the tank yourself, or you are? No, you're not in the tank. You're just a human. Just wander around this huge maze. So on odd-numbered levels, you're saving bankers from jumping to their deaths, and on even-numbered levels, you are taking down tanks. And going through a maze trying to collect money bags. Man, I wish this was a movie. <laughs> this is what <laughs> Wall Street should have been. There you go. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger as the <laughs> protagonist. Was, was this a Japanese-only game? So that was actually um, going to be my question. Where do you think this game came from? 
Um, I mean, when it comes to wacky games, I always think Japan, but the fact that you had to even ask makes me think that it's from somewhere else. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go on. I'm going to go with Russia. Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, second guess. Was it somewhere in Europe? Yes. Okay. Um, France. Nope. All right. Okay. Well, where? It was a uh, British. <laughs> I thought they were more refined <laughs> than that. They have the golden Wii. So Century Electronics, like they made a bunch of arcade games that were like built off of conversion kits. So they would take old arcade games, kind of tinker them and then like change them. Wall Street was actually one of their original arcade games that they made. And no one's ever said why there were tanks. No, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the instruction manual, it just says like, use fire button to kill tanks, collect money. <laughs> yep. That's my daily mantra. <laughs> <laughs> But the best line of all is, can you save the world economy? That's the tagline for the game. Little did you know. <laughs> so, Ben, can you save the world economy? <laughs> if the world economy is a person jumping off a building, then maybe, maybe I can. I, I just don't understand, like, how, like, losing all these bankers will just plummet the Dow. I, I... <laughs> Usually they, they would jump because the Dow is plummeting. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I don't know economics very well, but I feel like I know enough that that's not how it works. Wow. Yeah, you know, sometimes you mention things and I have have a slight recollection of, you know, where they come from or I've heard of them before. Never have I heard of this game, which makes it all the better that I get to learn about it. After that game, I, I figured let's go ahead and go with something that is a little bit more lighthearted. <laughs> something that will make us feel a little bit better this this one comes from lei win chen who was a master's student from kingston university which is also located in the uk which is why i put it in a second he designed an arcade washing machine interesting now are we talking about a game where you try to wash virtual clothes or an actual working washing machine the latter wow an actual working washing machine that you can play games well, you have to play games while it's washing your clothes. If you fail the game, the cycle will actually stop. Oh. And you have to put in more coins to continue. <laughs> how long does the game last? Like how, like a full cycle? Yeah, it's like a full cycle. It's like 30 minutes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Depending on the difficulty of the game, that could be really hard to keep going. Also, the, the, the game is really just a collection of mini games. Mm. And what you do has to actually correspond with the, what the washing machine is doing. So, for example, if it was, like, in this spin spike cycle, mm -hmm. you have, like, a wheel that you have to turn to, like, match up um, to avoid enemies and stuff like that. Oh, I see. By turning it, you're actually turning the, the washing machine. <laughs> is Wario at all involved in this? Wario is not involved, but... <laughs> this sounds like it should be a WarioWare game. It does feature, like, Space Invader knockoff like characters. Mm. <laughs> this game wasn't officially released. This was just an art project. Yeah, I think like that might be a hard one to uh, officially install in arcades. Yeah, and like if you put it in a coin laundry mat, like I don't think it would be very popular with <laughs> yeah. people. I'm going to the arcade, mom. Taking all the dirty laundry. <laughs> Actually, parents parents might love that. They should really uh, try to get that as a home version for for kids. This came out in by the way. This came out in September of 2001. When I was like reading articles, it was like now men will finally enjoy. Re doing the laundry it's like this is... <laughs> that's kind of sexist that's pretty sexist 
I, I I actually like doing the laundry because it's so easy. Yeah, you just throw the clothes in. Yeah, take them out, yeah. fold them. It's not that hard. It never takes more than a few minutes, but hey. And it gets the blood out of your clothes, which is always... Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> now, have I stared, have I sat on fr- in front of the laundry machine wishing <laughs> that it was a video game? Absolutely, I have. Yeah? For many, many hours. But, I, I just know. think it's like counterproductive. Like The washing machine is, is perfect because you just set it and go. Right. <laughs> but with a game, you have to sit there and play it or else your clothes won't clean. Uh, now, if it was powered by like my Switch or my PS4 and I could go downstairs and somehow, you know, the amount of ghosts that I sucked up as Luigi or babies that I protected in Death Stranding, you know, it'd be different. Yep. Well, um, Lei Wen Chan, he's now uh, designing stuff at HTC. The cell phone company. Yep. He's back in Taiwan. Oh, well, that's cool. Has he made anything else uh, substantial, like, that people would know? Not, nothing that I could find publicly available. Oh, okay. Is his uh, washing machine on display somewhere, or is it... It was um, on display in, like, in the UK, but I don't think it's ever made it out of there. But, it, but as far as you know, it hasn't been, like, destroyed or taken down or anything? As far as I'm aware. We'll have to go find it someday. The Great Quest. Yeah. Hey, folks. We're putting this episode on pause for a moment to reveal how you can help Memory Card. If you're enjoying the show and you'd like to support our gaming history endeavors, you should consider pledging a dollar or two to our Patreon. For a single dollar a month, you'll receive special updates and be given the option of ad-free episodes. You won't have to hear this ad, the one that you're currently listening to, ever again. For $2 a month, you'll become an official member of Club 251, which gives listeners access to exclusive bonus content and detailed transcripts via our memory card website. Every little bit pledged helps us improve the show and grow memory card into something even more wonderful. Find out more on the support section of our website or at patreon.com backslash memcard. That's patreon.com backslash M-E-M-C-A-R-D. Do you like horrible video games? Do you like bad ideas? If so, I have the perfect podcast for you. Spiritual Successor is a comedy video game design podcast inspired by Cool Games, Inc. Every week, the hosts Blake and AJ take video game ideas from their audience and consider what that game may look like and play like. Some of their hit titles include Adam Sandler's Dead Space Remastered, Skater Moms Against Bart Simpson, and John Cena's Marketing Campaign. That's pain spelled P-A-I-N. If you want to be part of the dev team, you can find Spiritual Successor wherever fine podcasts are found. And now, back to the show. Are you ready for the third game? I guess. It's such a mixed bag, I'm kind of worried. <laughs> What's going to be next? Well, you already know this, this third game. Okay. And that is uh, Cho uh, Chabudai Gaishi. Is that the super table flip? Yep, the table flipping game. I don't know, we, we've, we've talked about it in the past, personally. I actually found this game when I was in Japan um, this last summer, and I think after I found it, I talked to you about it, and you said that it was kind of rare. Yep. Yeah, hard to find, and so I went back at that point and, uh, and gave it a couple of flips. But go ahead and describe uh, what exactly this game is, because it's, it's definitely an odd one. The name of the game roughly translates as Super Dinner Table Flipping, and um, it's developed by Taito, and it was released in 2010. And a chapudai is a low dining table in Japan um, because, you know, back in the day, people used to sit on the floor. Mm-hmm. And chapudai gaishi is a Japanese phrase, but I guess maybe some people have done it literally, but um, that means to, like, upend the table. 
Alnuma, for example, he said that Miyamoto uh, always upends the table at meetings at crucial moments in video game development. And I, I don't think that he means that literally. I was going to say, I think it's just a phrase. <laughs> I think it's just a phrase. <laughs> so like Miyamoto will come in at the last minute and be like, you should make Fox the main character. And everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> Mario should have a cloud outfit. <laughs> there goes the table. Yeah, the table's flipped and everyone's like scrambling to get the project finished on time. <laughs> but anyway, let's let's go ahead and get back to the actual game. So the the actual arcade features a low dying table which players can smack when the opportune times comes over and flip it over. Right. There's actually two versions of the game. The first version of the game features four stages: the office, the home, the wedding ceremony, and the host club. <laughs> and my my personal favorite is the home stage. Do you have a personal favorite? I'm pretty sure I played the second one, I think, because there's more options than that. Okay. And as a teacher in real life, there was a stage where you're like an angry teacher. Oh, okay. And uh, that, that was very cathartic for me. That was like some good release. Just <laughs> flipping a table, uh, flipping my, my desk into a, a classroom of disobedient children. Students. <laughs> See, I've actually never found the second one. I've only played the first one. I really, uh, after I played it, I went back and I kind of looked into it, mm -hmm. and I skipped over a stage where you're the ghost of an old man at yep. his own funeral, and I'm like, why didn't I play that level? <laughs> the I played the classroom one, and I played one where you're a bride at her wedding. Okay, yep. So the second one, um, it features all the levels from the first one, the four from the first one, but it also adds three more. Mm -hmm. um, the school, what you mentioned, the funeral, what you mentioned, and also a part-time job at a restaurant. And the second version also added a multiplayer mode. Oh. Where players could compete to throw the table the furthest. Like, you can select what table you want to throw, <laughs> and you take turns uh, throwing the table. Yeah, I don't. When I played it, I can't read or speak Japanese, so I was just kind of like... And, and, you know, there's literally no other input besides the table, yep. so it just tells you to, like, slap or, like, flip it up a little bit to select things, so I'm just going through slapping the table, like, yes, that's what I want, this one, this one, this one. <laughs> and I think when you, when you smack it, you have, like, a rage meter in the corner that kind of goes up. And uh, it, it, like, shakes mm -hmm. things in the room, like, into place. So you've, when you throw the table, finally, it's, like, a better score. Mm -hmm. Chain reaction. Yeah. You can, like, try to line things up as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did not understand that the first time I played it when I was the bride at the wedding. And I kind of mm -hmm. just uh, smacked it a couple times in a row and then just went for it. And I flipped it just a little bit to see, like, oh, if I just do this, will the whole table go? And it did. I was like, dang it, uh, I missed out on the best part. So that's why I had to go back and do the, the full experience. The second one also had that song at the end, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. Although I can't okay. remember how it goes. It's, like, very, like, um, soothing. I, I'm a terrible singer, but... <laughs> <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we can find it and throw it in right here. Yeah, it's like, Senakate nimotsu ga... All right, never mind. We're not putting it in anymore. That was perfect. My new ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> the song, it basically is like, um, things on your back were too heavy, but then when you turned it over, you became free and you threw the table, you threw the table, you threw the table. <laughs> I would love an English cover of that <laughs> by a prominent band. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of um, I Know Uta from uh, the Pikmin series. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I love that song. It's a very like, soothing song, but it's kind of dark. 
It's like we are we we follow orders and we pick things up. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the day, we die for you. <laughs> yeah. It's very <laughs> interesting in that way. And then um the way that the game calculates uh, score is based on how much monetary damage you've caused. <laughs> which is always amazing because it lists like, oh yeah, you broke, you know, the door, you broke the lights and everything. It's like rampage, but from a first person perspective. Yeah. <laughs> monetary rampage. AKA Wall Street 2. Could be the unofficial sequel. <laughs> yeah, my my like I said, my favorite stage was actually the home stage, and that's just because the um the teenage girl in the game, she's always on her phone and she's going, Mush mushy, mushy deska, mushy, mushy, mushika, mushika. I'm just like Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Makes anybody want to throw a table. Yeah. All right. What's our last weird arcade here? The next one I want to talk about is the... It's one by Sega, and it's called Toilets. Toilets? Toilets. Toilets. Yeah, like, let's toilets. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Let Toilets is not a verb. <laughs> it is in Japanese. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, so what do you do? So it's um, this game is attached to the urinal, and um, after putting ten yen, men can play a variety of mini games. Is it a real urinal? Yes. Oh gosh. Okay. Yep. Yeah. This is a game that you play with pee. All right. There's three different mini games. One involves wind blowing a reporter's clothes off, depending on your intensity is 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 how intense <laughs> the wind is. Okay. Another one is filling up cans of coffee. Oh gosh. And another one is letting players fight with their snot. With their snot. By pee, by peeing. Yep, yep. You pee, <laughs> and then depending on how fast and consistent your stream is, the snot will be just as consistent. <laughs> but how do you fight? Does your snot turn into a fist or something? It just comes out of your nose and like attacks another player's snot, <laughs> pushes them back. Is it is like PvP? Is it the person who's peeing next to you, or is it just a computer? I wish. I wish, but it's only computer. Oh, man. That's absolutely yeah. wild. So you have to put the... The money in beforehand and then you like select the game you want and then you just go to town exactly um well no no um there's actually different depending on where you pee is what game you get it looks like oh okay it came out a while ago and it actually it actually made a cameo in yakuza 2 oh so in yakuza 2 you can also drink cans of coffee and variety of um <laughs> soft <laughs> drinks and stuff like that and when you need to you can use the bathroom and depending on how much you drink is how well you do in those games have you ever encountered one of these in the wild I have not, but I think I remember hearing that they were in uh, Tokyo at mm. the Sega uh, Joyopolis arcade. Well, the next time I'm in Tokyo, I'm going to have to go hunting for one of those because that just sounds ridiculous. Ridiculous enough to make me want to try it. So the, the bonus game of, of today <laughs> is uh, Bunga Bunga. Bunga Bunga. Yeah. And it's a game where you spank. Or perform concho <laughs> on a model of a human butt. What's concho? <laughs> concho is where you stick your pointer finger and your ring finger. Oh, no. uh, well, depends on how mean you want to be. It could be just the ring finger. It could be the ring finger and the middle finger. And you stick it up someone's butt as a prank. <laughs> as a prank? It's a terrible prank. Is this like the thing like in anime, like Naruto, where they like poke people in the butt? Yeah. Real hard? Yeah. And then they go like, pew! Exactly. Um, as someone who, who has experienced Concho, it's, it's not fun. That's a weird prank. Very Japanese thing to do to someone else, I guess. Which is weird because Japanese people are like yeah. the most polite, like non-confrontational people. I think it's because they have to get it out 
as the when they're kids <laughs> you know like they have to just be uh-huh. like really dirty and because as an adult your only outlet is flipping tables yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so how do you how's this one scored so this one um depending on how hard you spank mm-hmm. um is like you get points and then yeah that's basically it <laughs> so it's kind of like that boxing one where you punch it as hard as you can yeah but with spanking a butt the game features um, eight characters that you can punish. <laughs> I was researching into this game, and um, this game actually originated from a Korean company. A Korean company? Yep, a Korean company. Okay. They're, um, the Korean company is called TAF System. It was founded in 1990, but it was dissolved in 2005. And <laughs> guess what kind of games they're actually known for? <laughs> Adult ones. Nope. Nope. Um, preschool ones? Nope um karaoke nope oh i don't know fishing (laughs) of course (laughs) some guy was like man i really wish you could spank the fish (laughs) i caught this i caught this delicious tuna i really just want to go to town on it so the the name of their fishing game um which i am terrible at korean so sorry but it's Nakisagawan 2 and Nakisagawan Special. Nakisagawan series, I guess, is like the games that they made. Mm-hmm. And it was made for the PC. Oh, okay. So these weren't arcade games? They were no. normal. Oh. So yeah, uh, how do you make that jump from like PC games to arcade games? I have no idea. But uh, it did make an appearance at Tokyo Game Show in April 2000. And uh, it was available for people to play there. But as far as my research goes, I haven't been able to find a lot of arcades that actually house this game. So I don't think it was very successful at all. <laughs> so it's kind of a novelty. Yeah, and like if you, it's very rare to find one. Like it was very difficult to find gameplay footage of one. I can imagine. Doesn't seem like something that would really take off. I, it's weird, but it's weird to a degree of like, you might be, you might be un- embarrassed if someone walked uh, in on you playing in an arcade. They did try selling it in America, and they called it Spank'em. Spank'em? Yeah, so in English, the, the game name is Spank'em. But again, I haven't been able to find um, like actual proof that this was actually sold to anyone. Yeah, I, once again, I don't think mo- many people, especially people in America, well, maybe, maybe some teenagers would be thrilled to find something like this. So what game do you think takes the, the prize? For the weirdest? Okay, so let me run back through them really quick. You got the Wall Street game. Yeah. You got, what was the second one? The washing machine. You get the washing machine. You got the peeing one. You have the table flipping one. Yeah. And you have the spanking one. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the peeing one kind of takes the cake here. The urinal cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ha-ha. Yeah, that, that one's really weird and super specific. Oh, uh, I forgot to mention one, the, the best thing about that game is um I saw like a CBS like interview or like like a news segment based on it and um they had an interview with a with one of the developers of it and he's like yeah we just like uh we couldn't figure out what to make so um but then we realized that men kind of have their own joystick oh god <laughs> and that just led us to create this innovative title you're going to give me fired push <laughs> which one which one's your favorite which one do you think is the weirdest Probably the weirdest for me is the um, the Boonga Boonga. Just because, like, I can't believe they actually spent money and tried to, like, make this a thing. <laughs> right. There's one thing to have it as a concept. It's another thing to yeah. completely 
go all out and make a giant yeah. arcade machine with a built-in butt. Probably the best one of them is the table flipping game, which we all love. Yeah, it's a fun one. If you're ever in Japan, I definitely recommend trying to hunt one down. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. We'd like to give a special shout out to talented chiptune composer Jamatar, who has once again allowed us to use his track Midori as opening and closing music. You can find more of his banging beats by searching Jamatar, that's J-A-M-A-T-A-R, on Spotify or visiting Jamatar.com. If you have any feedback on the podcast or want to recommend a topic, feel free to reach out to us via Twitter, at MemCardShow, or on our website, MemoryCardShow.com. And if you'd like to follow Ben and I, we can be found at Super Nintendo and Push Dustin, respectively. Have you considered supporting Memory Card on Patreon? Because you should! Join the growing list of awesome people like Jackson Bertoli, Taylor Bias, Cody Sam, Michael Strickland, Tyler Davis, Courtney Cotton, Stuart Radley, Harrison, and Isaac Katzenick. All of our Patreon info can be found on the support section of our website or on patreon.com backslash memcard. We'll be back very soon with some more gaming history goodness, so be sure to subscribe. We'll see you soon.